0: Hello and welcome to the Double Take Podcast with your hosts Kirk and Kevin Weber. This is the show for fans of APA gaming and sports. On this episode, we discuss players you detest because of an APA gaming experience, APA football with expert Greg Barrett, and the ongoing League of Extraordinary Gentlemen draft. Please join us now on Double Take, an APA gaming podcast. All right, welcome to episode 33. This is Kirk Weber with my brother, Kevin Weber.
1: How are you guys doing?
0: And thank you for joining us again here on Double Take. Um, we have another exciting episode. We're going to delve some into another APA game product, and this will be more football-related with our special guest, mm-hmm. Greg Barith, um, who uh, will talk all things APA football, and he is uh, definitely an expert. If you are into APA football, you'll like hearing him. If you're thinking about APA football, I think you'll like hearing what Greg has to say. Um, if you, you know, he gets a little into some things that might be uh, deep dives into Maybe APA. over foo-
1: some people's heads, yeah. But yeah. that's okay.
0: That's because, yeah, um, but I think that uh, part of what we try to do on this show is l- let people geek out a little bit. Right, yeah. and um, so there's a little bit of that, but nothing that you can't follow. Right, and, and he's a he's a really nice guy. Like a lot of pretty, pretty much every person we've talked to, right, mm-hmm. is like a really good person.
1: Pretty much. I mean, there's a couple. No, just kidding. No, just I'm just kidding. kidding. Yeah.
0: Um, so the other thing that came up is um, we got a response from one person at the end from the end of our last episode, and maybe not everybody made it there. If you didn't, you know, go back um but basically we were talking about app players that are players that you kind of hate you know and we say that softly um because of experiences through maybe
1: they just annoy you yeah you know, through app gaming
0: right yeah. you know somebody that um You know, just did something, you know, maybe you were in a league and it was a player that always was burning you or something in a tournament that you played in or something. Now, we're thinking baseball, but it could be other sports too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, You know, sometimes you have that with fantasy players or something. Like, you know, you don't like somebody, um, not because of what they did in real life, what they did in Apple life. So in
1: real life, it would be somebody like Hunter Pence that maybe just annoys you with all his mannerisms, and then he hits a big home run and beats your team. But we're talking like Appa here. But Hunter right. Pence could still be that guy, right?
0: Right. <laughs> so uh, we got some examples, and you know, at the end of the last episode, from uh, you know, two episodes was it? Yeah, two episodes ago, um, that we said we were going to share on
2: mm-hmm.
0: on you know, on things. Uh, well, I'm thinking wrong here. You know, we have Greg on this one, but you know, from the previous one, and we were we were talking to Spatz, Rob Spatz, and he was talking about Steve Garvey. Um, was a guy that was on a list. Um, There's just different people that people just despise, right? I was, uh, and we, so like an example that um, a guy that I always kind of, when I would see him in real life that bothered me from my experiences through APA season play with our friend Derek was Rick Roden. Um, You know, like Rick Roden, you know, pitcher, pitched a long time through the 70s into the 80s. He was a very good hitting pitcher. And by the time we were playing, he was, I think, pitching for Pittsburgh, Right, he had he had played for the Dodgers, I think the mm-hmm. Giants, you know, different teams. He was always a good hitter, okay. But a couple of those years in the mid '80s, he had some really nice hitting cards as a pitcher, and he was a decent pitcher. He was probably like a B or C. So our friend Derek and we didn't have rules in our league for this, but basically um, you could use whoever you wanted to pinch hit. So he would bring Rick Roden in at the end of the game sometimes just to pinch hit. And also Rick was fast, I think, for some reason.
1: Yeah, he was. He, he yeah. could
0: run too, so he could pinch run with him or something. And he would get these key hits, and it just would bug the crap out of you. So yeah. I always kind of had this little thing against him, nothing personally. I mean, I, I barely saw him play in his career. Yeah. But, um, but he was a guy that just would be a guy that would fall into that. Maybe not the best example, but there's, that's one. Right. Yeah. We've mentioned other guys like Eric Davis was a guy yeah. that I think mm-hmm. for Derek, you know, just would burn him all the time. And he just had a thing against him, you know, because of APA. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. And it could be like just a guy that was on your team. Like for me, I've mentioned before Javi Baez, who's on my uh, WBO team. And I like Javi Baez and he's usually got good cards. But last year he had a 1313, which I seem to roll once a game. Mm-hmm. And that annoyed the heck out of me. So, you know, whenever I think of Javi Baez, I think of a 13 13. That's not a good thing. All right. Mm-hmm. I mean, even though he had 30 home runs for me, but still, you know, that's annoying. So that, and that's a good rule of thumb. Rule of thumb, roll of thumb. Um, that'd be
0: a good thing. We should come up with that for APA. Rule of thumb. I'm yeah. i sure what that would mean. Um, yeah. But a uh, good rule of thumb is um, if you think of something APA related about a player that makes you maybe detest something about them. That's, that's a guy that we'd like to hear about. And what we'd like you to do is share that with us. And how do you share that with us? Um, you go, make sure you download the Anchor app on your phone or it's iPad. It's free. Uh, it's a way you can listen to podcasts that are from Anchor only, but our podcast is distributed to all of the major um, distribu- distributors of podcasts. We were on like 12 platforms or more, I think. But So you may listen to us on Apple or Spotify or something like that. You can listen on Anchor, too. Um, I wouldn't listen on – I don't listen to podcasts on Anchor. I would listen on something else, too. But you go in there. You search for Double Take Podcast. You like us. I think it's like
1: a little star or something. Yeah, you got to, like, press the little star. That's all you got to do.
0: And then you're allowed to leave feedback to that podcast. And you get a minute, right? One-minute
1: voicemail, right. 60 seconds or less. So, you know,
0: just kind of think through what you want to say. If you don't record it right the first time, I think before you save it, you can try again.
1: You can do it as many times as you want before you save it. So if you're like,
0: oh, I I messed it up. I'm going to try again. So you could try again. And then tell us in a minute or less who your person is. And then what we'd like to do on the next episode is share some of those responses. Mm -hmm. If you do it, you'll be on the episode. Um, And we had Dom. Uh, provisario who uh, wants to do it, uh, but he was having a little trouble figuring out kind of how think to go through.
1: Liked it,
2: yeah.
0: I, I think so. maybe, but we're, we're we talked to him, so he's he's going to give us one, and we're not going to say what his is um, because it's just a little better if we can hear the voice of the person who ha- shares yeah. that experience. Um, so please consider doing that. Um, think of somebody, um, and then go into anchor and give us a little like and, um, share your person. It could be baseball. It could be football. It could be hockey. It could be golf, uh, whatever it might be. Uh, golf might be a guy, you know, for, you know, like if you played with a guy that is a current player and he, he just played like crap for you when you played with him, you'd Mm -hmm. you'd always look at him a different way, you know? So whatever it might be, um and We'd love
1: to have a little segment that features several of those that'd be great so help us out
0: help us out with that and um in the meantime uh, we're going to take a short break and then we're going to come back with greg Barath um and talk apple football it's going to be good so stick with us and we'll be right back Well, welcome we have a special guest uh, uh, this episode with Greg Barreth uh, what we consider a, an app football expert and he's with us to talk about Apple football among other things of course and uh, thanks for joining us Greg
3: uh, it's an absolute honor to be on your show I really appreciate you guys asking me
0: oh no problem we really are glad you're able to work it out um, especially with a three hour time dif- difference for us all um, that it's kind now, of now nice to co- call. We are in Michigan. Yeah, I'm in oh. Grand Rapids.
3: And, Kirk and I'm
0: in uh, kind of north of Detroit in Troy, Michigan. So.
3: Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm out here in uh, the Olympic Peninsula, uh, about an hour and a half um, west of Seattle.
0: Oh, that sounds like a great part of the country, actually, right yeah, there. Yeah,
3: it, it really is pretty, man. It really is. I, my wife and I, we enjoy it out here. It's nice. Hmm.
0: Great. Um, so we wanted to talk you know, a lot of, you know, if we can about of um, football, uh, we do, you know, at, at, with our gaming podcast, different things. We've talked a lot about baseball because that always seems to get a lot of love from the Appa community, but football is great. It's been around for a long time. And um, the first thing we were curious about, and you maybe have talked about this in other places, but it'd be great for us to hear, is um, your APA gaming origin. When you started getting involved with of football, if you can kind of Kind of give or us maybe a maybe an
1: Apple baseball for or us.
0: maybe, or maybe you had another Apple product as a gateway into Apple football. We're not really sure, but uh, where did where did that know, start?
3: It's 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 kind of a funny thing. I always uh, uh, joke around, especially with the uh, fellows when I'm at the uh, convention. I'm probably the only guy in the Apple Hall of Fame that if you put a gun in my head and told me to roll a baseball game, I just tell you to go ahead and pull the trigger. I don't even know how. <laughs> <Okay>. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm a one-trick pony. You see, I'm mean, uh, strictly football. But I, how I got introduced to um, Apple was uh, through my dad, mm-hmm. and uh, he was a, a, a big—he uh, was really—he was a big Apple baseball guy. I mean, you know, a, you know, in, in Apple, baseball's king. You know, we all know that. Uh, but uh, he—he's uh, the one that I didn't play with him uh, but i'd watch him play i mean i can remember when i was a little kid he'd set up that the card table in the middle of the living room you know my mom would hate it. you know but mm-hmm. <laughs> there nothing she could really do about it you know and uh he he'd, he'd work on his uh baseball mm-hmm. replays and i can remember I, going up to him uh, numerous times because yeah i loved baseball as a kid i was a, you know like everybody else you know a little league player and all that and uh, I go up to him and say, you know, hey, you know, Dad, can I can I play? Can I play? And uh, yeah, he was a he was a big guy, you know. He's a mill worker and all that, and he stick that big hand out and say, uh, say, son, he says, this ain't for you. He says, uh, this is serious. <laughs> 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 so that's that, that's how my introduction was to Apple. And you know, he played the football games some, but you know, so I, I got to tell you, the football game wasn't all that. Uh, uh, I don't want to say it was bad because it wasn't bad, but uh, the baseball game was a lot better. So he uh, he let me fill around a little bit with the football game, and uh, and, and that was my introduction to to that. So oh. the
1: the modern football game is much improved over the the old one. Is that what you're saying, basically? I,
3: I, well, you know, it's it's an opinion, and it's yeah. my opinion. Uh, okay doesn't necessarily make it so. But uh, of course, uh, this game is geared toward the, the, the modern game, you know, with uh, yeah. all the different personnel changes and such, you know, it's, you know, with the other game, uh, you know, the other game was based off of, uh, you know, your secondary. If you had um, safeties uh, that equated to X amount of points, it would negate uh, the opposing receivers uh, index. And with the modern game, which I like more is it's geared with the nickel and dime defenses and the nickel and dime defense is what um, institutes the reduction rule. You know, like so you, you have an A receiver and if he's going against the nickel defense, then it would lower him to a, a, a B. Hmm.
0: Right. Yeah, it's almost kind of like um, the, it was kind of added into some more kind of master level aspects to it. Um, mm mm-hmm which, you know, I think is, you know, right up people's alley, you know, like they kind of like to simulate it a little bit more realistically and if you're going to have different defensive packages. You need that. And you can also bring it in at different offensive packages too. And, Absolutely. And like
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. The game's geared toward um, two tight end sets and uh, three wide receiver sets. And, you know, I use four wide receiver sets. The, the beautiful thing and you fellas know this is what, when you're playing the board game, you could, adjust and make any uh, changes or, or innovations and you can employ any innovations you, that you want to improve the, the quality of play. And that's what makes it so, you know, so, so enjoyable. You
2: know?
0: mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, I know that when, um, you were kind of, uh, do, I I've watched a fair amount of your, your videos as I've been trying to oh. kind of figure things out and, and I find them great, you know, and I always think that, um, you know, we've talked about on our podcast before, like normally you get introduced by somebody. So having these videos is a way of like me sitting across, you know, from you and you showing me how to play, you know, Apple and football.
3: That, that was the, that's, was my, um, that's what I wanted. You know, I wanted to be able to take somebody from, you know, opening the box, basically, you know, mm-hmm. it's game and, you know, going through, you know, the manual, going through the booklet, uh offering familiarity and all the way up to the different uh, nuances of the master. Right. My goal. And, uh, and I, I hope that I achieved it.
0: I, I think you did. Is that what, was that the impetus for starting some of your website and, um, YouTube site, or was it also to share some of your replay experiences?
3: Well, you know, that's funny with the, uh, with the website, my, my ogard 62.net, uh, I got, I think it was back in 2012, and it was through the uh, the Apple blog. And I seen the Apple blog, and then I reached out to Tom. What a first-class guy that guy is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and He's the one that basically uh, told me about WordPress and uh, mm-hmm. got me started on it. And it was really because of him being, you know, course his is dedicated to, to, to baseball and i noticed that how he would have replays and um, different stuff posted on there and i said man this that, is something i would be really interested in doing so uh, All right. I, I fiddled around with it and uh now what's been you know, eight years later and i shoot i've had visitors from over 90 91 countries i think was the last time wow you know it's crazy and uh yeah and it's 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 doing doing really 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 well and uh, i have a uh, a team of uh, uh authors and i have a contributor that uh, they'll uh, periodically uh do a post uh my whole goal of, of the website is to cover all aspects of that football and i wanted it to be one-stop shopping for people You know, i you wanted to uh, uh, get a score sheet. All right. I offer five, six different score sheets. Uh, you mm-hmm. want to uh, find a place to, uh, to, to read about innovations. Uh, I got that, you know I mean? That was the whole uh, purpose of it. Uh, I have the, the guys that I have doing, I'll just give a shout out to them if you don't mind. Oh, my, please do. My, my best friend uh, Mark Zard was uh, he, he carded for the company for years. Wow. Uh, he sold cards on his own. Uh, he, he's a replayer. The guy's—he's an Excel genius, and uh, hmm. he's—I well, can't say enough good things about him. I mean, he's, he's my brother from another mother. Hmm. And uh, Ray Dunlap—he's a, a fellow Hall of Famer. Uh, Ray is—he uh, was a commissioner for over 25 years. He was the chief statistician for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, uh. in the uh, '80s, and uh, so I use his uh, area of expertise. I have a whole thread set up on the different ways of uh, of scoring and Q and A. You know, people would have a question: How do I score this result? How do, I do that? Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, Ray's provided numerous answers. I have, yeah, he's
1: uh, uh, he's been on. Um this week in apple with john aslan before and he's very oh, fascinating yeah. yeah oh yeah a right. interesting guy
3: he's, 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 he's just the sweetheart of a guy you know and, and, and it's a funny thing guys you know it, it it's not, not to sound judgmental or anything because that's that's not the intent but all of these guys that i got on you know that are close to him, guys that i know that are into this hobby, they're all not just successful uh fellows. I mean but they're fine human beings you know and it's, it's mm-hmm. just it's just something that uh, brings them with this hobby and the next guy i have is uh, greg wells he's another hall of famer he's probably the greatest face-to-face player that i've ever that played i mean the guy never <laughs> loses uh, so i have him write numerous articles on face-to-face things mark and i we post our replays uh, ray uh, posts his tournaments on my site he does questions and answers for for scoring I have, uh, Mr. Phil Malloy. He lives down in Australia and mm-hmm. Phil, I've never met him, but uh, I've corresponded with him online for numerous years. And, uh, he's great. He's a great innovator. And, uh, he's created a lot of different uh, innovations that, uh, I have posted on, on the site uh, from him. And the other guy I have is Scott Griffin, who was the, um, his area of expertise was the old uh, DOS game, and then the, the the Windows football game that was still around. So I try mm-hmm. to cover um, all areas of the game, and I have one other gentleman, uh, Dave Urban, who was a card maker for the company for years. Um, he's uh, like he's like the site historian. He's like the Apple football historian. He he, mm-hmm. he he's, he's wow. a lot of articles on writing on everything. Uh, from Apple, really, from 1958 to uh, present day. So that's what I try to do with the site instead of just having it, you know, uh, you know, me, you know, mm-hmm. or, you know, post and replays. I want to offer something to where, okay, you know, somebody wants to know about Apple football, you can find it here. You know, if you want, hey, listen, I'm looking for a roster sheet from uh, the 95 season. Okay, I can't, you can come to my site and you can download it. Can
0: download right. It.
3: uh,
0: You know, um, it's interesting. I did go and I was downloading some uh, roster sheets and I liked how some of the older ones, um, especially that used to come from the company, used to have uh, some of the indexes already set up.
3: Um, And then
0: kind of the newer ones, you kind of got to do it yourself. (laughs) Trust
3: me, fellas, I prefer the old ones too, you know. Anything can make your life easier, you know, that's the – that that's the goal you know right
0: now when you um came up with o guard 62 is that because you played offensive guard and were number 62 is that
3: that's exactly right All yeah. right you know he born was born in, two, you were born in 62 <laughs> and, and, and yeah that was always my football number and uh, it's served me well over the years so uh yeah
0: no that works yeah. um so um and then you know as far as like when you're doing the videos what i um light is how you do a good job of um i know you're probably just using your a phone or something like that yeah,
2: to, all, phone, but yeah. you
0: you give a good angle because some people will try to show you something and, it, and i appreciate it but sometimes i'm like you know you almost want to say to the screen like i i can't see it or something There's like glare that, on that dude. <laughs> you know but um but i'm always like oh yeah okay i can see this is good all right yeah this is well, working you know, for you, me you
3: know, fellas, it's so difficult too when you're, you're trying to do you know I might be right in one hand, holding a cell phone in the other, you know, it's, 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 it's haphazard. I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know?
1: uh, yeah.
0: It doesn't have to be professional. It just has to be, um, watchable and you can learn from it, which is exactly right. what it is. So,
2: um,
0: so yeah, that's really good. Would you have, you know, like speaking of things for what are, I think your videos are very valuable for beginners of course, but what other advice would you have for, because we have people listen to this podcast that uh, we've been talking about golf the last few episodes, and some people are kind of looking at Epic Golf. And yeah. if we if if we were um, talking to people who might be thinking, maybe I want to check out football right now. I like football, you know. You know, I live in North America. Yeah.
1: Um, what would your advice be for how they should start or whatever? I mean, we both bought the football game, but we we definitely like how. What would you also suggest to keep you going so you don't just stick it on your shelf?
3: Yeah. Well. <laughs> It all matters what your interests are, you know. So, like, our and what I mean by that is, if some, somebody's a, a you know a casual fan or or a hardcore fan, hey, listen, you know, focus on your team. You know, like I, I'm a diehard Jets fan. Okay, mm-hmm. so when I first started this uh, adventure, and and I really got back in playing that football in uh, the late, uh, you know, I should say, like around 2000, when I, when I got back into it, and. I would just focus on, I'd focus on playing, replaying the season of whatever set I could get, you know, of, of the Jets. And that that kept my interest. And then uh, for, for new people, I would recommend, you know, starting out just with the basics, learning the mechanics. I mean, don't try to, you know, I, I see so many guys that, uh' will They'll, they'll get into the hobby, and know, the first thing they'll say is, okay, you know, I'm going to do a replay, you know, and I'm like, mm-hmm. "I'm thinking to myself, you know, dude, man, you know, you got to learn how to crawl before you walk, you got to learn how, yeah, how to right. you run, you know what I'm saying? And, right. You know, know, and that it's rocket science, they're you know, like, that. but listen, you know, you've got to learn the, the mechanics of how to play the game, you know, and then once you get the basic mechanics down, then if you want to incorporate some of the things from the Uh, master game, instructional manual, you know, section two there, then, you know, you could do that. But I I always tell people to um, start off slow, you know, concentrate on just playing the game and, you know, pick, you know, like I said, use your favorite team or favorite player or or whatever, whatever it is that keeps your interest. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you know, for me, I'm a a football nut. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I like to, I uh-huh. like to play all the you know I, I replay in, the entire season replay you know use all the teams it's fun for me and and let's look at it fellows you know you, you order a football set from the game company and uh, I don't know it's like a hundred ten hundred twenty dollars. now you know I, I look at it this way from a guy like me that plays two hundred fifty six regular season games okay with the Mars, I'm getting my money's worth. I mean, exactly. you, you do the math you're breaking it down to you know it's 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 a matter of sense now per game you know so uh, that, that that that's another right too.
0: how long does it normally take you to um, play a game is it to you roll do, a game or to roll not a game?
3: Yeah. now you know i can remember fells when uh, i would do strictly nothing but dice and i would use the all locators in the master game. Shoot, fellas, it take me three hours to roll a game? I said, man, I can't. This is the same length of a normal football game. Yeah. Uh, then hmm. when I went, started getting more automated, and now I do it, everything I do is with locators, uh, Excel spreadsheets, and I'm only rolling the dice one time, you know, because I, I still love to roll the dice. That's the game. And it's just for the play result. Now I play a game anywhere between uh, an hour and 15 minutes to uh, an hour, to, uh, hour, 25 minutes, anywhere within that window is how long mm. it takes. me to play. That's not bad. Yeah. No, it's not. And it takes the way that I do it. It takes me like five minutes to set up the game. I, I look at this, you know, how I do it. It's um, prepare, Execute and report. So the preparation to play a game for me is like five minutes. Uh, then to roll a game, it's let's just say for argument's sake, an hour and a half. You know, to make it easy. Mm-hmm. And then to do my reporting uh, that I use. You know, doing all the data entry. You know, writing up the the game, etc. Uh, that takes like forty five minutes. So you know, it's it's a it's it's a process.
0: Mm-hmm. Because you're crunching all your own numbers after you write them down and and things like that, right?
3: Yeah, I, I score by hand because I enjoy doing it, and mm-hmm. then I do uh, I create um, team workbooks for uh, of course for each team, and then I have league workbooks, you know, AFC, NFC uh, workbooks that the team workbooks feed into, uh, so I could have my leaderboards and you know overall team statistics, stuff like that. So everything I do is, uh, through Excel and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if people are Hey, listen, you, you know, looking for a, a product, you know, they were, they want to spend the money on a product. Thinking, Man, you gotta do that. You know, if you, uh, uh, learn a bit, a little bit about Excel, you could, uh, it's free. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. So, um, the other, what, uh, current replays do you have going on right now? Do you have anything that you're kind of working through?
3: Yeah, right now I'm doing the 2015 season. Matter okay. of fact, I just start. I just posted the, probably an hour or so before you guys, before this call. Uh, game 201 of uh, of the thing. So I'm in week 14. I love it because I'm in the I'm in the month of December. Hmm. Uh, I've got uh, you know it's 256 regular game seasons, So I'm starting to. You know wind down closer to uh the end of the regular season and have some real good races going and uh, it's just a lot of fun i don't know fella, if, you, if you guys remember the 15th season that well but man i'll tell you what that cardinals team that arizona with carson palmer mm. uh trigger with the uh, you know larry fitzgerald and all that they're just tearing up the street but matter of oh, fact, wow. they're, they're, they're undefeated right now wow in the NSC and uh, you know they're, they're, they're overperforming. some that's that's the fun of it you know I mean that's mm-hmm. uh, you have some teams that are spot on you have some teams that are underperform a little bit some that overperform and uh, for me that's what makes the uh, replay fun I, I have a motto on my site in search of the perfect replay and that definition in my mind has changed so many times over the years it's evolved so much over the years. Uh, used to be, you know, hey, I wanted it to 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 mirror the actual statistics, you know, and yeah, mm-hmm. uh, of course, I want it to be close. That's the beautiful thing about Apple is the accuracy, of course. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but anymore, I look at it as long as my overall league average is darn near spot on, it's fun having one team or one player it, uh, exceed expectations. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? and that's what makes it fun. Hell, if 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 it mirrored out just like the season, well, why would you play the game at exactly. all anyway? You know what I mean? Exactly.
0: We've yeah, talked so. about that before with baseball replays. Like somebody be like, "Oh, I'm gonna redo, um, you know, Roger Maris, 1961," and and then you see, "Oh, look, he hit the he hit the right amount, number of home runs." Well, great. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then, okay. Um, sometimes it's better when you can find a matchup that maybe didn't happen. And, if, and, and then work those out, you know, see who would win between, you know, teams that didn't get to play each other or something. Well, uh, like you might yeah. have that for your playoffs once it comes right. through, you know. I,
3: it, it felt like it happens quite a bit too. Where i okay. have, you know, sometimes I'll have, uh, uh, just making up numbers here, but let's just say for argument's sake there's six playoff teams. All right, yeah, four of them are, are actual teams that were in it, you know. And I might have two outliers that, sneak in and you know that 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 makes it that makes it a, a hoot you know? yeah that's cool mm-hmm. yeah.
0: do yeah,
2: um no, do you
3: gonna...
0: do you do anything um or have you in the past done um like leagues and things like that i mean i know you do a lot with replays now but has that been
3: something you've done i've never done leagues because uh, i've never been located in an area to where it was available Mm-hmm. And now they have, of course. Now you got the Skype leagues and everything else. I have buddies that are in the uh, NCL league. Uh, they they do it through Skype. But I got to tell you, uh, not not to get off uh, off topic, but when it comes to Apple, everybody knows that baseball's king. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. But when when it comes to all the games in Apple, there is not a better game to play face-to-face than Apple football.
2: And anybody yes. that ever yeah.
3: done it or knows it will, will say, again. Greg's just not saying, it. I mean, that's the truth. Playing Apple football is just a great time. I can, I can tell you guys, yeah. there's been times I'm done playing the game and I'm spent. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> because well, it's, Kirk and it's I... so much thinking. You know, it's so much you know, yeah. such a strategic game, you know. And, uh, mm, yeah, it, you know, it is.
0: Well, from from two baseball guys who are you know now experiencing the football, I the, the big thing is it's um, got a little kind of card game aspect, you know, hiding your cards, um, deciding which, poker. <laughs> uh, you know, kind of a poker face sort of thing. What what play you're gonna run? What and defense you coming like with? That too, you know, right? Where there's more, <laughs> uh, you know, secretive stuff going on. You know, you're trying to outwit guys um, rather than you know. Obviously, there's a roll of the dice, but. Um, but there is certain odds that you can increase or decrease on play to play. Yeah. Uh,
3: I mean, absolutely. And Kirk and I. I mean, you could, the coach we, could change the outcome. i, I take my guy, Greg Wells, yeah. I was telling you about. I could take him and give him uh, I'm just the Lions. The an Example. But yeah, I could give him the 76 bucks, okay, that didn't win a game <laughs> against a team that went 500, and Greg might win the game. Okay, where he's gonna, they're gonna be competitive just because he's so good at what he's doing. Yeah, you know?
2: mm-hmm.
3: he understands reading tendencies. He understands how to set up his opponents. It's it's an art. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's a lot
1: of fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, Kirk and I played some on Zoom, and I was helping him. You know, he was helping me through a game, and, and I was calling the offenses, and he was calling the defense, and we switched back and forth. But like you know, th- there was the first time. End of the half, I'm trying to drive down and you know get a field goal or a touchdown. End up with a field goal and. You know, calling plays, you're thinking about it. was fun. I mean, there's nothing yeah, yeah. else in any Apple game I played that's like that, where you're yeah, like definitely. really thinking through it. It's got that kind of football feel that you would want, and it was cool. I, I liked it. Yeah, yeah
3: absolutely. I, 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 what you just uh, said, I've experienced so many times. I mean, it just, it's, it's just a blast. Mm-hmm. So you know, if I, if I always tell people, if I could play face to face all the time, I'd probably never do another replay. But trust me, I love doing replays. Yeah, I love, yeah. I love all that. But yeah, no, nothing could take the uh, take away the the beauty of a, of a face to face game. You
0: know? Right. Now, when you set up for your replays and you do your like, you're really kind of getting into a replay and doing preparation. I know sometimes oh, you definitely. do a lot of research and things.
3: Oh, um, it takes me uh, four. Four to five months to get prepared for a replay. Wow. Because I do all the locators. So, what it means is this I don't, when I do my replays, I don't use injuries. And the reason I don't is because I research every player and that player only plays in the plays and the games that he actually played in. Mm, so, cool. the, the research to do that is very, very time consuming. Even though the pro football reference is great. You go look at the game logs, of course, and all that, but it's still a repetitive, time-consuming process, and uh, it's it's one of the things that takes the longest is um, uh, mm-hmm. creating creating the the, the various uh, locators that I can use.
0: Right, I know that when and even some of your instructional videos, you know, you'll talk about how uh, running backs, some of them are better inside runners, outside runners, or some are balanced and kind of can go with both. And you try to have a balance with that. But then uh, I think you also probably on replays look at the types of offenses they run and try to uh, kind of operate in that fashion.
3: Yeah. 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 And what, what I do is now, and it's like anything else. You know, You know, when you've been doing something for a while, you're constantly – uh, revamping, you're constantly revising. Because if you don't, if you allow yourself to get stagnant, listen, I wouldn't, I wouldn't still be doing this. Mm-hmm. You know, it stays fresh for me because, uh, yeah, I've, 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 I've got it to just the way my method of play is just the way that I want it to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I, I still do little tweaks here and there to keep my, keep my interest. So. When I used to do replays years ago, I would mirror the, the box scores. Okay? Okay. So like, you know, if 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 Namath, I'm just use use the old Jets. So they say Namath had 37 attempts. I'd try to get him, you know, 37 attempts mm-hmm. from game, You know, and that's what I would do. Uh, and the same with running backs, etc. Now, what I've done for the last few years is it's more my replays really are more of a simulation. Mm-hmm. uh, where I use the team's averages by using the team's averages, then I'm, I'm, I'm using that team correctly. Okay. Right. So, uh, you know, it's like, I'll give you an example, you know, like I, I remember the 74 season, I, I, I replayed it, but I remember, you know, I was like 12, 13 years old then. And I remember watching that and, um, the Jets played Buffalo one time and it was a crazy windstorm. I mean it was hail just, just hail and and and, 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 and gusts was up in, in Buffalo. And Namath had two pass attempts the whole game. Okay. Yeah, okay. So you know, like like I'm not gonna do that, you know, in my replay, you know. Yeah. And that's why I stick with you know, it's like the lessons like that, it's kind of an extreme example, but that's where it shows you it's best just to stick with
1: well each game should dictate itself in a way the course exactly. of that game you know if you get behind then you maybe got to throw the ball you can't go well he didn't throw the ball much in this game so i'm not okay well that's that doesn't exactly make any right. sense
3: uh-huh. that's, yeah. that's exactly right you have to have playability you know you have to have it has to be real you know
1: uh-huh. real. Yeah. Hey, speaking of like um we we've talked on this podcast on a few uh times about reading cards reading baseball cards reading golf cards. How do you read like a running back card? I mean, I, I know like or maybe a quarterback card, but particularly a running back card. What what do you look for? What kind of numbers stand out to you when you see a running back card?
3: Well, the first thing that I do when I when it comes to running back card and and, and, and to throw out a caveat and not, not not to not answer your question, but on my site too, you could just use the search bar and type in running back calculator, I think it is. And I have a calculator on there to where a guy could come, do a search, mm-hmm. and then enter the uh, numbers from the running back's R column. And it could Very give cool. What, is, what that card's run, you know, at, run per carry averages. is. Right?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: But what I do when I just look at it with the naked eye is first I want to determine what type of runner is it. You know? is, it is it an inside runner? Is it an outside runner? Is it a dual purpose runner? So I'm looking at, is it a 4-6-8 back? Okay. Or is it a, or a 15, 16, 17 dual purpose back or a three, five, seven uh, outside scat back type run. That's the mm-hmm. first thing I look at. Then of course, you know, I, I I'm looking to see, a, all right, what kind of breakaway runs does he have? You know, so I'm looking at how many K's does he have on his card, you know, cause what they'll do with the football card. And this is one of the great innovations that I like the game company's done uh, before, like in the, in the, in the 80s sets, the original 80s sets, uh, you might have like a 1 at 66. Well, you know, that's going to be a touchdown from anywhere on the field. You know, it's a 99-yard touchdown if you're on the 1-yard line. So what they did was is they went to a K rating to where they'll stick to K at uh, say yeah. 66 or K at 11 or K at 33, play result 33. And then what that means is you have to roll again and look at the K count. Uh-huh. And so then you, you read and roll again look at the K column. So I'm looking at, all right, how many, I'm looking at the runners, how many K's he has. Then I look at the K column. All right. Uh, did the guy have a run over 60 yards. If he has a run over 60 yards, he's going to have a one or mm. a multiple ones. So, uh, you know, I'm looking at what's his, is, you know, he's a baseball analogy. Is this running back a home run hitter? And mm-hmm. then the next thing I always look at immediately after that is ball security check hmm. and how many fumble numbers does this running back have does he have you know one full fumble number because in in football fumble numbers full fumble number is 33 and 34 and what mm-hmm. i mean by full full fumble is this when you play the master game it's uh if you're using the the, the uh old game it was one column was the first and third quarters and this and then the second and fourth now the modern boards It's the um, one columns, the uh, uh, first and uh, fourth quarter, then the second and third quarter is another column. So if you you had a fumble number 33, regardless of what column you're going to be at, it's going to result in a fumble. If you have a half fumble number, that's either a 13 or 14 on the players running back's card. Then half the time, it'll result in a fumble. And then the other half will be just a play result. Okay. So right. those are the first things that I look at is all right. Cause you know, Hey, listen, I mean, I, the guy could have great breakaway numbers and all that, but if he's putting the ball on the, on the ground a lot. Yeah. Um,
2: uh-huh.
1: yeah. You know, like real football, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're not getting as many carries.
3: <laughs> exactly right. So those are, those are the things that I look at, you know, when it comes to quarterbacks cards, um, first thing I'm doing is looking at the the, the quarterback's power. I'm sure it's the same in baseball, but my eyes immediately go to 66, 11, and 33. Uh And then they immediately go to 22, play result, 22, 44, 55, play result, 25, 51, and 31. That gives me a gauge of of the power numbers of that quarterback. Uh And then I look at uh, his does he have a two at 66 or a one at 66 is uh, usually uh, if the quarterback you through four uh, had a touchdown percentage rating of uh, 4.5 or better, that usually gives him a two at 66. So I'm looking at that. Okay, if he's, you know, got like around seven, eight percent touchdown percent, he's got a one there, you know, and on the ones, that's touchdown from anywhere. Mm-hmm. So. Those are things that I look at. Then, of course, I look at uh, his interception numbers, mm-hmm. you know, 23, 24, 25. You know, 25 is an automatic interception from anywhere. But, <laughs> uh, you know, that's where my eyes go. Then I look at his scramble numbers and his, right. and his injury numbers. And so, especially when I'm getting ready to play a face-to-face game mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm looking at that quarterback, you know, it's like if he has, uh, I look at his scramble numbers, and the first thing I'm looking at, does he have 26s or 27s? So now, 26 and 27 are the scramble numbers for a quarterback. But I'm mainly looking at how many 27s this guy has because a 27 could result in an automatic injury. Oh,
2: uh, if
3: you're reading the boards and it has an asterisk next to the, the R in the in the booklet mm-hmm. or the old boards, it's an automatic injury for a quarterback. So these are the things that uh, you should be cognizant of. You know, anyway yeah. face. face should be cognizant. So, in a replay, it's not. It, it doesn't matter as as much. Of course, uh, it, 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 the power matters. And I look at the. I, I try to in my mind figure out their calculate the, a rough calculation of the completion percentage through looking at the cards. But it's a, it's like you fellas, You you guys look at a baseball card, and it's it's its own language to you. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Yes. You know what I mean, and it's the same with me with football. I'm looking at the card right now, and it's like, you know, I, I I get it, you know. Right. Mm -hmm. And can I win with can I win with this guy? mm -hmm. You know what I mean. Exactly. I,
0: I I definitely even with our brief um, amount of time playing Apple football, we. like, well, we will talk about cards a little bit like baseball. Like I, when I was talking to Kevin and showing him some stuff, I was like a K on, on these like running back cards and stuff. is kind of like a zero on a baseball card. It gets you another roll into another column basically. But, um, but the other thing that seemed to be interesting, and I I was glad that you brought it up with the scramble aspect of a quarterback is like in real football, um, you know, you, you get that scramble going and some of those guys, you know, just can't run worth a lick and they're, you're lucky if they get to the line of scrimmage you don't want them to scramble
3: and then
2: and we were doing a back. little
0: yeah college football and you get a couple of those quick guys and all of a sudden they're they're getting first downs and you know it's it's a broken oh, yeah. play turning it
1: into something you know
3: you know 17
1: um, yards out of bounds okay cool
0: and, yeah. and you're, and,
3: you're, fellas you'll find a lot of these quarterbacks especially when you you brought up the college cards they got case <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because they're, they're that good at scrambling you know it's right like, yeah you know, so yeah, they're a weapon. You know, you're mm-hmm. talking about a true, a uh, true dual-purpose weapon. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, it, it, it is a different
0: way of playing with the college too, because you do have more of a running aspect with some of those quarterbacks compared to like a like a pro set sort of offense. Um, do, you,
3: do you mind if I talk about scrambles for real quick? Because you made me think about something. No, go right sure. ahead. Yeah. And it it has to do. this is more geared toward. Uh, Guys doing replays or just picking two teams and and playing. If say they go to the box score, they go to Pro Football Reference, and they look at the box score and they say, "All right, uh, uh, this quarterback, uh, Ken Stabler, he threw the ball 37 times in this game. Okay, I want to you know throw 37 times in this game." And I will say to you, listen, that is really I don't want to say mistake because that's a that's a hard word, but the the Better way to do it is not be concerned with pass attempts, but be more concerned with quarterback dropbacks. Mm-hmm. What do I mean, quarterback dropbacks? That is a simple math problem. It's pass attempts, plus actual running attempts, plus sacks, and then you add those all those up, and then divide them by the you know 16 game season, and that's your dropback number. Because if you only – I'm using the 37 example again. If say Stabler had 37. If you only uh, try to shoot for that 37, well, you're going to be shortchanging him on any mm-hmm. sacks that he'd be. That mm-hmm. he in the game. So when you're playing by yourself, be more cognizant of um, establishing the quarterback's dropback number versus Interesting. Uh, actual yeah. –
0: yeah, that is actually a really good point because we had, um, in, when we were playing, a number of pass plays called that resulted in running plays for the quarterback. And, Absolutely. you know, you look at the stats, you might not really necessarily see that. But you're right. It was called as a pass play um, and just resulted something different. So, yeah, that is a good tip.
3: Yeah. And then the other thing is this, too is you're going to have some quarterbacks, and I'm running across this, you know, in my current replay doing the 2015 season, and just take Cam Newton, for example. That was the year that the Panthers went 15-1 and and went to the Super Bowl, okay? Now, I think, Cam, don't hold me to this, but I'm I'm, handing your grenade close. I think he had 135 rushing attempts that year. That's a lot of rushing attempts for a quarterback. Yeah. If you only use the drop back thing that I specified you would never reach his full rushing attempts for a quarterback that, mm-hmm. that is, mm-hmm. is extreme like that you know you mm-hmm. have running quarterbacks over the years you know like the Bobby Douglasses of Chicago the Michael Vicks, okay Cam Newton's uh, Tim Tebow's these type of quarterbacks are are, are are running quarterbacks so for a normal quarterback the drop back role is perfect you're going to make your attempts. You're going to have the sacks. You're going you're gonna to attain the amount of, right amount of rushing attempts that the quarterback had. But for these extreme cases, i.e. the Michael Vicks, the Cam Newtons of the world, uh, I have a thing on my site. It's called uh, QBRD, quarterback uh, run deficit. It's a little calculator that I have. And you just input... Um, three data into three little into three cells. And it will compute for you uh, a number and that number is the amount of additional runs that that quarterback will have to have either you call you call manually, or for a guy like me that uses locators, you have to put that into the locators to make sure that it augments the quarterback's dropback numbers. So that quarterback that extreme quarterback attains his rushing attempts right yes
0: good point and, and that is really a lot of your the preparation that you seem to put in for some of your replay stuff um i you know and i think that you probably find that just as enjoyable as some of the um some of the other aspects I of do. playing the games yeah,
3: yeah. I, I do the, 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 you know it's work you know i mean but i enjoy it i enjoy doing the research i and uh it's uh it's therapeutic i don't know for at least for me mm-hmm. it is Right.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um, I was also, I've seen a few images here and there on your website and things like that, where you, you, you were talking about a system or a way of doing things and everybody who plays, whether it's baseball, golf, hockey, soccer, or football, you got to kind of have a system. And I know you probably have developed yours over the years, but it looks like you have some kind of cool things where you um, kind of have the cards propped up because I notice that you kind of have to have Different piles of, you know, or, or stacks or 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 they're propped up or something of the offense over here. Sometimes you don't need all those, you know, certain yeah. guys until something happens. You know, football is a bit of a cumbersome game. <laughs> yeah.
3: I tell you what I do is when I when I set up a game is I'll first thing I do is part of my five minute prep is I go to Pro Football Reference and I go to that game log and I look at the actual box score. Score sheet. So the, the, the quarterback or quarterbacks um, are listed and the kicker and the punter that are listed uh, that play in that game, I, I put on the score sheet.
2: Mm-hmm. And
3: then I use the locators for everything else. And then what I do is when I um, set up my cards, I just have the, the, the quarterback and the running backs cards out on the field itself. And then I'll have my special teams, the kickers, the punters, the returners out. And then everybody else is in the envelope, or I should say, sitting yeah. on the bench. <laughs> and mm-hmm. if I need them for a fumble, recovery, and interception, I just go out, go out and get it. But uh, 90%, or I should really, 95% of the time, uh, the cards are already out in front of me. They have I their
1: need. coats on. That's what they got.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. <laughs>
0: Um, it is interesting you do have to um come up with a system and a way of organizing things um and I, you know that cuts down when you're a beginner on how long things you know take not not that you don't want to you know savor a game but you also don't want to have things that are just taking up time that you're not enjoying you know just trying to fiddle through things you know right. but I know I'm sure you've perfected that
3: work.
0: yeah so
3: that's really yeah, now no, and, and- Everything I've done with this is, is kind of like um, kind of use the workplace rules. Uh, what I mean by that is uh, I remember I'm a career military guy and uh, quality was a big deal in the 90s. You know, they wanted to use the quality processes to refine your processes to maximize, uh, minimize the time and get the maximum amount of, uh, of work yeah. done. And, mm-hmm. a limited amount of time. and I've used that same approach the same quality approach that I would use in the workplace I've used it in my hobby yeah. and so that, that's where I've been able to refine my method of play to do have all the bells and whistles of a master game but get it done in an hour and 20 yeah. minutes
1: it's right. a good way of looking at it for anybody doing any of the epic games is to try to get a system down like that
0: Right, and you want to refine it where it's, um, you know, you're you're able to focus on the enjoyable parts of it, in in a time frame that you you want. And that is a great way of saying that. I think just a basic concept could be, a, a, you know, applied to any of the games. Yeah,
3: that's exactly. When I was uh, when I was working, I uh, would always get up at at five in the morning, and I would start my day, um, having my cup of coffee let the dog go, all that kind of stuff and i'd sit it down at my office at five fifteen, and i'd roll a half mm-hmm. and then at six o'clock i'd go shower and shave and go to work mm-hmm. and i would is how i was able to still get at least a, a game in a day um because i'd break it off mm-hmm. i'd play mm-hmm. a half in the morning then the other I'd finish the other it's half a long
1: halftime time.
0: <laughs> yes. yeah yeah, yeah. Power but, or something. but 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 st- stopping at like a half or maybe a quarter, but a half for sure works. Um, there was a couple times where I was playing, and of course I'm, I'm sure I'm much slower than you are. And you know I don't want to stop in the middle of a drive, you
2: know, no, because no. there's
0: a flow going. You know, there's
3: absolutely.
0: And so you you wanna there's certain points that you do want to stop. Yeah.
3: Um, uh, it's got to be like this in amp baseball too. I I I always say the beautiful thing about amp of football is it has the ebb and flow of this of a game that you're watching on on nfl sundays mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: you know and you have yep. i'm sure baseball has that too where you yep. got you have that tempo um but you know in football it's it's such a different animal because momentum changes you know you'll mm-hmm. have that team will come out and uh might have the momentum for the first uh, quarter and a half but you know it changes and that ebb and flow is what makes why I think the the app of football really captures the essence of professional football and, and college football for that matter. Uh, I mean, really well from a, from a table to top aspect. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, when you look at the current app of product, which I think there's some, you know, I know they're kind of expanding into some more of the college stuff and they've always kind of been into the pro football, but um, I think I, you know, talked to you before about just, you know, what things are working for you? What things would you, uh, maybe would like to see tweaked or anything, or is there, you know, just kind of where, where the current state of Apple football and where, what, what's working and not, um, you well, know?
3: I got to I got to say, and, and I'm not the show for the company or anything like that. Uh, but there, the apple football, I mean, they, it's in a really good place right now.
2: Mm.
3: And what I mean by that is fellas, years before new seasons might not get released, until November.
2: Mm.
3: In sometimes December. I mean, hell, the, the other season's almost done yet. And you're still waiting on last year's car. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, last week, the 2019 season got released.
0: Right. I saw that the, on the the...
3: The, 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 the. the quick turnaround time is incredibly impressive with their release. If you go on to the stadium shop, the amount of different card sets that not just have been reprinted but recalculated to the more modern uh, formulas that they utilize uh in the sets that they're putting out now i mean they just put out 1981 they're working you know i i don't want to say what to work on now but they, they're, they're they're constantly now putting out new sets and it's wonderful i mean mm-hmm. the, the the amount of sets that they have put out it's never been done before.
0: All right. The only
3: thing that I would say is, and I've been saying this for years, and it's actually in the works and it's really close to being done, is you have currently, you have two football games. Of course, you have the basic and you have the master. And the basic boards are set up differently than the current master boards. They're set up to, by field position. And it's really mm-hmm. slick because... you're not having to turn the pages as much as you do if you're playing the old, to the current master game, because that's set up by play type. So Mm -hmm. you're constantly flipping to get to, you know, a short pass or an outside run or inside run. So where, when you have the basic game, it's set up by, okay, for this field position, you know, from the 15 yard line to the 31 yard line type deal, you have all the plays there, so all you doing is rolling dice and right. the yes. you know, and, and it's wonderful. So yeah, I've always yep. been telling John you know, Hurston, and John, man, you, gotta, you got it. you gotta translate the master game into the same format as the basic, using the same print because the basic is a nice black and white print that really doesn't rub off to where the mm-hmm. master booklet is color. Now, listen, Phil, I, was, I roll a lot of games, okay? But uh-huh. I go through like three, four books a year because the print wears off. Uh-huh. And when you're constantly flipping pages in this, you know, it's my, my, my fingers or thumbs are touching these pages and I'm wearing off, you know, results, especially at the bottom of, 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 the, of the page.
2: Uh-huh.
3: To where uh, now the he's doing that and. Uh, Real soon, it they're gonna. It's gonna be released. The new The new master game will be in the same format as the wow. And When that cool. happens, then you're gonna have the greatest football game on the market.
0: Mm-hmm. I believe it. Yeah, um, which is um, which is interesting. I would think you know, even though you're rubbing off some of those there, I think with all those games you're playing, you'd have it memorized by now, right, Greg? No, I'm not, <laughs> I'm
2: not, I'm not that well, if you didn't have
1: offensive guard hands and you had like piano teacher hands, you probably wouldn't be so bad. Either. Yeah,
3: there, there you go. But you, you know how it is, fellas, you know, it's like, uh, you know what the play is like, you know, like 25, you know, if mm-hmm. running back 25, you know, it's, of course, it's no game. But I still find myself looking at the book because I don't know, I, I don't have memorized if it's an out-of-bounds play or not.
2: Mm-hmm. So yeah, okay.
3: that, that affects how you're timing. So even though I know that what the answer is, I still look specifically, you know, for for timing purposes. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, um, this might this might be a, you know, a harder question, but um, not that hard. But you've done a lot of replays, and we talked earlier in um, about how some you're not always looking for an exact replica of a replay. Can, you know, can you think of an example of um, a replay you did where the the result was
1: just fascinating to just you? Some most memorable ones, I guess.
3: Well, I, God, I've i done quite a few, uh, but I've, for endings, I've had a lot of memorable endings. But one is I replayed the uh, 1999 season. And uh, if you fellas remember, that was the year of the the greatest show on turf with mm-hmm. Kurt Warner and the St. So oh, yeah, right. And, you know, they, they had a high-flying aerial assault. You know, the Isaac Bruce and uh, Tory Holt. And, you know, they they really had it going on. Well, they ended up getting to the Super Bowl in my replay, which is always fun when you have that. Mm-hmm. And, and it was that year was Peyton Manning's second year with the Colts. And they finished 13-3 and in real life. They had a you know, great turnaround from, think, from a winner two the previous year to 13 wins on uh, the next year well they ended up making it to the super bowl to face the rams in my replay and that game came down to where the rams won on the last play of the game on a hail mary
2: <laughs> wow and,
3: and yeah and, and isaac bruce came down with the with the hail i mean it was like just you know crazy so yeah i mean for for, for memorable that was probably the uh, most memorable end i've had uh, to a replay wow um,
0: that is and that's always kind of like you you kind of want to see if it plays out that way when you get through the playoffs and then i wish it has... i had it
3: recorded you know what i'm saying right because you know, sometimes <laughs> i record it you know mm-hmm. what's going on in the game post on youtube but i wish i wish i had that recorded cause right that was incredible
0: that would be one of those plays that, if that really did happen in a game like that, um, it would be always one of those highlight like intro video plays, you know, or something oh, absolutely. like that. You know.
3: Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. See it every time you went to NFL Network. You know, You'd right? It really
0: on you always see. You always see some famous thing. Not that it was in a Super Bowl, but it's like you know the Monday Night Football with Bo Jackson blasting through people or something like that. Or you know, the, like um,
1: Montana oh, yeah. to uh, to. Clark. Yeah. 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 That, right. Yeah.
0: It'd be that play, you know, Absolutely. that would be, that would be really cool. Yeah. Um, do you, um, when you got, when you've gone to, uh, the big Appa convention before, what do you normally do? Uh, football related. Do you guys have, oh,
3: yeah. that's the fun thing. And, and um, uh, before and especially when the, uh, convention was always in lancaster then for a while they would swap between lancaster and las vegas uh but now since it's been in alpharetta since uh, the operation moved down there to alpharetta around the side of Atlanta. uh when i'm gonna try to give you a a short answer to a to to a a Mm -hmm. long thing but (laughs) before the convention was solely geared around baseball So that was it. They'd have the baseball tournament. You know, when you get there and Friday night, you'd have the dinner. uh, You'd have the awards banquet, the Hall of Fame ceremony. And then on Saturday, you would have the baseball tournament. And then on Sunday, everybody would leave. And I can remember going to, It's no longer exists, but a friend of mine, Jeff Giordano, he had at the football facebook group okay? mm-hmm. he had a real active page in like in 2010 2011 in that time mm-hmm. period well we ended, he ended up setting up a football mini convention tournament mm-hmm. at the hall of fame in Canton,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and i went out and man that was just wonderful i mean mm-hmm. being in the hall of fame uh, enroll in a tournament in, in one of the conference rooms there that they had on the, the, the billboard of the hall of fame, you know, uh, a tournament, you know, 66 equals touchdown or something to that effect. You know, mm-hmm. it, was, it was neat, you know, but we had uh, not just a tournament, then we had a lot of briefings and matter of fact, he was even webbing he, he There were WebR briefings to where people could log in and See different uh, topics we were discussing, but on the last day, we sat at great length and we talked about. I said "Listen, I says, what about a guy like me? Okay, I love Apple. Okay, I uh, I'm I'm a big fan, but I don't play the baseball game. I only play the football game. I want to go to the convention, but what do they have for a guy like uh-huh. me that they don't have nothing? So at that Sunday, I'll never forget. and I said, man, I'm making it a personal goal, and Ray Dunlap and I, we shook hands on it, that we were going to do something about it, and we were going to get football involved in the convention. Okay, so then it was the convention, I think, of 14 and 15, was down in Alpharetta, in Mm 2014, 2015. Ray and I were there, easy for Ray, because he lives in Atlanta, but uh, we did nothing but pump the football game up, and we were giving demos, and I had my table set up, he had his table set up, we each have our own method of play, mm-hmm. and we were showing people. And then I would play pickup football games, face-to-face games with anybody that wanted, and John was nice enough, he, in the convention room where they had the baseball tournament, he'd always make sure that I had one half of a table reserved for me so I could play my if he was just playing a solitaire game, you know that I could do that, or I had a, a demo set up to where I could show people. And right. what did that morph into? Well, that morphed in for the last four years now, maybe five years. They have a football tournament. They got a hockey tournament. They
2: mm-hmm.
3: have a baseball tournament. Yep. They, they have. I've given numerous briefings there covering different topics of uh, Apple football. So as Ray. Uh, it's really been more geared toward all of the games. and of course, the baseball tournament is still the highlight as it uh-huh. should be. Okay, uh-huh. as it should be. But all of the other games are represented and, and the convention has morphed into something totally. Big. It's like a family affair, man. I will always make sure to go. I mean, the camaraderie is incredible. And now we all get there on Wednesday. Now some hmm. people get in there on Tuesday. I mean, the thing's more, right. you know, we'll start the football tournament on Wednesday and play Wednesday and Thursday, finish on Friday. So it's, you know, ready for the award ceremony on uh, Friday night. And it's just really grown into something. And, and I'm not, by no means, trying to, 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 to take uh, credit that's, you know, that I don't deserve, but I did have a part and Ray Dunlop had a part and Greg Wells had a part. There was guys that had a part in getting football recognized. And then it helps too, that John Hurston, you know, the president, he's a football, he loves football. So right. that, that helps. So uh it's really changed drastically from how it was in, you know, the first 10 years of the 2000s. Mm, you know, Right. It, just, it you know, sounds
1: like it's, become you know it's gone away from being more of an APA baseball convention to an APA convention
0: like an APA yeah. gaming convention because i know that the the sure. um, that the golf league that um plays does their some of their match play part of their uh tour tour yes. at the convention and yes. so and um, i and i assume maybe some soccer is if
1: some soccer
3: is there golf then everything is. You they have, do some sal. they have
0: a big salary racing
1: have, thing a big race yeah, thing that people can yeah, bet right that's stuff. fun <laughs> yeah
3: i think they had a, a soccer tournament if not uh john cochran uh all of famer he is a, a soccer expert he's given numerous demos on the game he will play with anybody that wants to play mm-hmm. so you've, i think you guys inter- uh, interviewed ron with the, with the golf game
2: mm-hmm.
3: uh, he always has his setup going on there at the convention. Uh, on Friday nights, a couple, it was like two or three conventions ago, uh, my buddy Dave, uh, he brought us uh, the horse racing. And that Friday night, man, they had, they <laughs> had, races. They had like 10, 12 people playing in the radio It was a blast.
0: You know? Oh, I, I bet you that was. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it was uh, so just, it's a, it's a great time. And uh, all of the games uh, are represented. Right how it
0: should be right yeah i mean and that's what we kind of try to do also on our podcast is is talk about all the games and we haven't gotten a lot into soccer uh we want to we we have we got nothing on i mean like we we're we we need to talk to people so you're saying john cochran
3: i can give you you contact information oh please do yes an expert john cochran he is uh he's in the apple hall of fame uh he he's he had a lot to do with uh the construction of it and mm-hmm. uh he's he'd be the one to talk to him plus he's just a first class guy all mm-hmm. right great mm-hmm. well that that um, and what i'll do is I'll, I'll i'll email you his contact information i've just got it perfect i've got to reach out and get it myself um, okay it
2: in
0: that that's perfect well greg um it's been great talking to you and I know that you get on um, the this week in Apple podcast with John Aslan and stuff too, and talk about different things, but you're always welcome on our podcast to talk about something going on with uh, replay or something else, Apple football related. Um, we always like want to kind of bounce around and kind of talk about different yeah. Apple games. So, um, and if we think of something, we'll, we'll try to reach out to you and see if we can work something out too.
3: Well, I, first of all, I, I want you to know, and and from the bottom of my heart, I'm really uh, honored that you guys even reached out to me. I mean, uh, that was a, a complete shock and it's a pleasant surprise. And it's just it's been a, an absolute uh, good time uh, talking to you guys about this the hobby that we all love.
0: Right. And, and yeah. uh, I
3: will do any time that uh, you want to uh, talk, I will gladly give you my time uh, any time. Uh, anything to uh, promote this hobby,
0: i on for. Right. Awesome. Well, thank you. Yeah, you're definitely an ambassador. And once again, people, if you um, are looking into kind of things related to Apple football, check out Greg's, um, you know, um, website, ogard62.net. He you're also kind of has some YouTube links that are off there of uh, various things that are for beginners and more advanced. And um um and a lot of his replay information. So thanks uh, thanks a lot, Greg, for talking with us. Oh,
3: you' you're so welcome, guys. Right. Thank you Thank you and have a great day.
1: Okay, all right, thanks. Well, we'd really like to thank Greg Brath for coming on the show. Very interesting interview. I know I learned a lot of stuff. How about you, Kurt? Oh,
2: yeah.
0: Um, and I knew I would, um, but yeah. still, it was it was really cool. I loved uh, listening to him break down cards. Um, it uh, it was really nice. So please make sure you visit his website, um, ogard62.net, and check out his videos and his posts and the things he shares on his replays. Those are all Worthwhile to check out,
1: yeah, and I highly suggest you check out him. He's been on this week in Appa with John Aslan several times and talking specifically about some of his replays, like he'll do Super Bowl replays or uh, NCAA, you know, uh, championship game replays. And uh, he was on there just a couple weeks ago as well. Very interesting. Even if you don't play Appa football, it's really interesting to see the results. I mean, if you're a football fan, it's pretty cool. Yeah, so if you like football,
0: it's good. And you still can understand if you play some APA game product, what he's talking about with some of the numbers and things like that. But then, you know, it's less. It's not always specifically just the, the game itself. It's also about the players and, you know, the, the story behind
1: mm-hmm. the things
0: you're doing. Um, yeah.
1: Just like any of the Epic games, I mean, you know, the more you you delve into it, just like he's talking about running backs and, you know, how a guy, you know, how you read a card for an outside runner, inside runner, things like that. You get those nuances. It just makes a game even more fun. So, you know, it's something to explore for sure and check out. And maybe uh, if you haven't purchased the football game, the new version of it that's been out for a few years now, um, you might want to consider that.
0: Yeah, take a look at it because um, you know if you like pro or if you like college, there's there's options you mm-hmm. know both ways. Um, so so that that was good. I'm glad we got some good football talk in. Yeah, um, finally. Yeah. And the the other thing that I thought we just mentioned is we, we're we're in the thick of our L- league of extraordinary gentlemen draft, the leg draft. Yes. Um, at this point, where we're talking. Um, We're into the 14th of 40 rounds of drafting. We started drafting on June 6th, and it's been six days now. Um, We had um, some tweaking that went on to try to get things moving a little faster. Um, The first
1: five rounds were live, um, and then these are semi-live, I guess. But think of it like this, a 32-team expansion draft. That's basically like yes. what this is of 40 rounds. Yeah. Yeah. And, so that's what we're doing.
0: You know, so we got people all around the country on different time zones, uh, sharing through and drafting through a Google Doc that um, has been an interesting learning mm-hmm. curve for some people.
1: And then uh, messaging through Slack, the, mm-hmm. uh, the app and everything so that seems to work pretty well I, i'm i i had not really been familiar with that before this stuff but it works pretty well yeah so.
0: so it's it's drafting is a fun experience in any sport uh that you're doing i think um whether it's real life or um you're drafting for a tournament team or you're drafting for a league or whatever you might be doing and so i'm enjoying it um you know the plotting the seeing who can slip to you and this one, it's not just about getting the players. It's long-term. You're signing up to five-year contracts if you want, but you have salary caps mm-hmm. on the on the season present and also overall. So um, you have to manage all of that. Um, and some people
1: are doing that well and others not so well. Others, I'm not sure if they realize they have a salary cap. I don't cap. know what I'm their not... strategy is, but, um, you know, we'll see, I guess, right?
0: Right. So um, Kevin and I – talk a lot about this and my son riley um also has been kind of my he's my assistant on drafting and running by some things and you know we we try not to play all our cards but we still help each other even though we're in the same division and everything but yes. you know I'm, I'm fine seeing you have a solid team
1: but there's a point where like i will get two picks in a row before kurt gets the pick and um we'll talk about well who are you gonna pick because it doesn't matter it's not like i can go pick the guy you know right yeah so
0: Um, so it's been it's been cool you know kind of working through that and kind of getting to know different personalities in the league and seeing these teams really take life with actual people on their roster is pretty cool Um, so yeah it's been cool I I, you know we hesitate to talk too specifically about leagues that you're not in because you'd be like whatever but if you ever want to see the rosters and there's a, it's a really nice website that you, whenever you're in a league, Stray hey,
1: Corrado puts out. Yep. Yeah.
0: If you go to leg leg dot stray that is the, the website for the the league and we'll put it on mm-hmm. uh, notes and stuff yeah. too.
1: It's updated pretty frequently, like daily pretty much. um So you'll be able to see where things are. Hopefully we get this draft done before the end of the month here. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. yeah that would I be mean,
1: nice um we, we probably will yeah i mean we still we you know we still got a three weeks left but uh yeah it'll be close to the end of the month and then maybe we can actually start playing some games in july i don't know
0: right and then standings and stats and everything get uplo- uploaded and shared on that and so it's you can actually follow it and you know mm-hmm. like career stats will be there and all those sorts of things so let just talk cool. real
1: quick about our number one picks that's the only mm. thing. Who was okay. your number one pick? You had the 20th overall pick, Kirk. Who did yes. you
0: pick? I took Napoleon nap uh, to play second base for me, and um, I was happy with that pick. Um, my philosophy was, you know, I, I knew I wasn't, you know, there's 32 picks, and you had the 27th, and I figured that, Second base, there's certain tiers or levels. And, you know, Rogers Hornsby is, you know, he would be the best guy to have in this league at second base. He costs a lot of money too. But Lajewe, because he played in the early 20th century, um, gets some interesting normalized stats where he's hitting a lot of home runs and stuff. So I I was very happy with that pick and felt like I got somebody that was a top-level player at a thinner position. That was kind of my philosophy. And who'd you go with?
1: I went with George Sisler, the Hall of Fame first baseman, who, you know, for this year that I have him available, is, is very good, and of course, he's got many other good years as well, mm-hmm. you know, 340-plus lifetime hitter, so I was very happy with him. I mean, if you looked at what how BBW ranks our players, they said they were, like, top 15 guys, you know, mm-hmm. so I think we did well for our spots in, out of the 32 picks. So.
0: so, for people interested, just the top couple picks, uh, the first person picked was babe ruth um the second was rogers hornsby and the third was ty cobb and then you know kind of went i guess top five would be cobb then barry bonds and then ted
1: williams Um, which i agree with um those are all great picks but if i would have had the first pick it would have been ty cobb because his normalized year that he has is just awesome He's, he's supposed yeah. to. I think this is 1909 mm-hmm. years. I think that's what it is. He's supposed to hit like 402 with like 30. something He's supposed to runs. go
0: 30-30. You know, his stats for stolen bases go down a little bit, but he's supposed to hit more home runs. So he's supposed to be a 30-30 guy that hits 400.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, that sounds I, awesome. There's I don't never know how you can. I mean, I, Babe Ruth. The problem is his first year normalized here is he's a pitcher, so he's not even going to hit for right. yeah Mm -hmm. And uh, he's a lot of money. He's the most expensive guy, I believe. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I I probably would have picked Ted Williams over him and Rogers Hornsby. I probably would have picked Hornsby second, Mm -hmm. Cobb, Hornsby, and then Ted Williams. I think Bonds is more valuable in some ways than than Ruth Mm -hmm. at this point for the amount of money, you know. Mm -hmm. If it was Ruth's 1921 year, then I see it, but I don't know. That's my thoughts on that.
0: I I agree. I mean, well, but you and I kind of see – it kind of the same way a lot. And yeah. we, you know, people can disagree with us, but, uh, that's the fun thing. You got 32 teams and, um, people are going to look at things and value different things. And, um, some guys, you know, are valuing, um, you know, things that I don't think are the best idea. Like, yeah, I want guys from my favorite franchise or something, yeah. you know, like, um, or how many
1: tigers do you have, Kirk?
0: um, None, I don't have I any either. <laughs> I there's a couple I'm looking at. <laughs> yeah, there's some um, I wouldn't
1: mind having. Some that have been drafted, but you know that's you know, not and, a priority,
0: and, right? But no famous ones by any means. Um, I'm just trying to get, you know, like you and I talk about having depth and being on, you know, with affordable prices. You know, and, and um, try
1: to win now.
0: Yes, and yeah. I'm always trying to win. I mean, that's the idea. So. Um, so, but it's going to be fun, and it's just one little step to another. So, we're um, we're happy to be part of it, and it's um, you know you know we'll just kind of it'll be a fun experience as we yep. go. Mm-hmm. Um, so, thanks again for, for everyone for listening to this episode. Uh, just want to one more time remind you that um, if you can give us a anchor voice message about a APA related player that you just dislike. Because of experiences or he through Epic gaming, you or anything, um, uh, just somebody that you just look at differently, maybe in a more negative way, because of experiences in Epic. I guess you could flip it the other way too, if you really wanted somebody that you really love because they just killed it for your team or something, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, uh, you could do that frequently.
1: too. Frequently, that happens.
0: You know, like you, you know, he becomes one of your favorite players because of APA, right? Mm-hmm. Either way, you go to the Anchor um, app on a phone or an iPad or some sort of tablet and um, download the the app, like Double Take Podcast, leave us a a voice message, and we will use it on our next show. All right? So until then, uh, please take care, stay safe, and keep rolling. Doubletake is recorded using Audacity and CleanFeed. We use Fifine USB microphones and distribute through Anchor.fm. Theme music Funk in the Trunk is by Shane Ivers at SilvermanSound.com. Please follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at DoubletakeCast or email us at doubletakefeedback at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.